And we're back. Welcome to No Direction, the Pathfinder news, reviews, and interviews podcast. Oh, I'm Vanessa Hoskins. I'm supposed to introduce myself. <laughs> <We> <laughs> I'm some... Luis Loza. And I'm Randall Meyer. Hi. <laughs> yes, hello. Um, turns out that Vanessa was transmitting her name with her mind. To That's Kendall. right. <laughs> I thought you would just pick up on it, but you know, yeah. I don't know. It turns out not not everyone is psychic like Vanessa, and that's what we're talking about today. Um, hey, people who are psychic are, like Vanessa. People who are psychic like Vanessa. We are about a month out from the release of the next Pathfinder rulebook, Dark Archive, which is all about the occult and supernatural stuff going uh, on in the Pathfinder role playing game and the setting of Galarian. And wouldn't you know it, we've been granted special access to the Dark Archive to Ooh. see one part of it early, the Psychic class, and one of the new, two new classes showing up in this book. Hey, Luis, guess what? What's that? I knew they were going to let us preview this. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah, good, I just I, I had a feeling. <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm glad you did, because it, it turns out your <laughs> premonition was right. Uh, and we're really excited to check it out today. And we have today with us a uh, special guest co-host, Randall Meyer. Hi, Randall. Hi, that's me. How is everybody? Good. Huh? It's excited to check out this class. I'm looking forward to it. I uh, remember the playtest, uh, mm -hmm. did the special review of it, and mm -hmm. looking forward to seeing how it all shapes out. Yeah, I specifically wanted you here as our as our playtest expert, because I know you wrote a whole thing on it. Expert. Expert. I am in an interestingly <laughs> unique situation where by the time like all of the feedback for the, the playtest was over, I finally had a chance to sit down and read it. So I was like, eh, I'll just wait for the real thing. So I actually only know the live version, like what is what is to become the psychic um, and don't actually know what was in the playtest. But uh, there you go. So we are coming at it from completely different perspectives. And then, of course, there is Luis, who is all knowing. <laughs> yeah i guess so much like a psychic can know a lot of things i happen to have interesting uh insight into a lot of things going on with this book and with paizo the uh play test was also something i didn't check out very thoroughly i know i i, I kind of looked through it briefly but <laughs> life is such that i didn't have a chance to really deep dive into it and also i will admit up front i'm not really big on casters in, in most games and i thought Oh, the psychic. It's a, you know, cult spellcaster. Oh, yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. I'll, I'll check it out later. The Thaumaturge seems more interesting to me. And it was at the time. But now that I've read the the class with the, the little preview that we've been given, I will probably want to play a psychic first of, of the two classes. I, I think the, the psychic is a pretty exciting class. I'm excited to, to share what we know about it with people here in just a bit. You're amped up? Yes, I am amped. <laughs> you got it. Clever, clever. <laughs> uh, I actually, I really like, uh, I like to play spellcasters as much mm -hmm. as I am known for playing all of the punch girls forever. And this is true. I really enjoy a spellcaster. I like the opportunity to make important decisions on the battlefield. Do I use this spell or that spell? And I feel like marshals often are really good at what they do, but have fewer tools in their toolbox than spellcasters do. And I like having all those different tools to play with. So mm -hmm. I, I, it keeps it like fresh and new. Uh, so I, I actually do. I haven't played a spellcaster in a while, uh, but this is one that definitely has my eye. Yeah, I almost always play a spellcaster. I have a very hard time finding characters that are not spellcasters. And I think it's just that magic drew me to this system. But 
uh, reading through the psychic, at least the playtest version, it it while it does follow the rules of casting and magic in Galarian and Paizo's Pathfinder, it is not a spellcaster. It is not a wizard. Yes. It is its own thing, and that's what makes it amazing, at least in my opinion. I, I think that's why I agree with you and, and why I like the psychic so much is because traditionally the spell casting is kind of a tertiary, maybe secondary thing for what it actually does, which is primarily focus on its uh, cantrips and focus spells. It, it It's more blastery kind of mm-hmm. styled than, than other. It, basically, you have your kind of core set of spells and that's what you rely on all the time. And I think the reason I'm not so big on uh, spellcasters is this loss aversion like oh i want to hold on to this spell just in case i need it later and then end up not using them anyway but this psychic is very much uh, right up my alley in that i don't have to worry i can just keep using them they're cantrips well that yeah so you've hit the nail on the head if you are if you are a fan of the way pathfinder second edition has handled cantrips that scale with your level and you can just cast them all the time and they're always useful and you also like the way focus pelt excuse me, focus spells exist where you can cast a cool spell, rest for 10 minutes, get that spell back and then keep on going. Uh, the psychic combines the best of both of those worlds. Uh, we are going to try and answer any questions you have. This is a good time to mention that this is live on Twitch. Uh, we record Monday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern. And uh, and if you have any questions that are in our Twitch chat right now, feel free to leave them in there and we will not be able to answer them. I mean, we'll, we'll try our best. We'll try our best. We can't <laughs> give away all the secrets of the psychic, uh, but we can certainly give you some juicy tidbits uh, or at least eh, may hype you up about certain things. Yes. One of the things I'm going to I'm going to spoil right now, because this is something I was excited about, mm-hmm. uh, is that so the psychic, as we know, uses focus points to improve or increase the power of their cantrips, right? Those are the two mm-hmm. places they play in. What I thought was really, really cool is that the psychic by default can rest and refocus and get two focus points back. Every other class in the game from first level, one focus point. Psychic, two focus points back as long as only uh, only focus points were spent for psychic spell amps. Yeah. And in addition to that, you start off with the focus pool of two points rather than just one point. Uh, So you you have a lot more that you can play with. And by default, as you level up, you will earn that third focus point just naturally. You don't have to take any feats for that. You will eventually get your full three points uh, on your focus pool, which means have at it with your focus spells. (laughs) Yeah, it's very cool. Was it it like that in the playtest, Randall? Yes, actually, I do remember uh, reading that. Very cool. Well, I'm glad they kept it because that is really fun. Uh, so often I end up with characters that have like a focus point or two and I'm like, well, can I spend them? Should I not? Because if I spend two, then I can only get one back and maybe there's a bigger fight later. And I always feel a little bit of doubt about it. And this character it seems really cool because you can just spend two, get them back. Don't worry about it. And And that's a lot to play with. So... Yeah, there's a lot of uh, fluidity with your casting options with this because you've got your spells, you've got your points, you've got your... It, it's it's really dynamic, and that is definitely one of the key things that separates it from the wizard, the sorcerer, and the arcanists. Yeah, very cool. One thing that they added... Now, Louise, you were saying that you, you don't usually play spellcasters. No. One thing I found that was interesting uh, is... They have, I'm looking for it right now, they have like an, a 
ability to improve their weapon attacks. Do they not? Is that something I'm, I'm screwing this uh, from up? What I, from what I remember, <laughs> there's a feat you can take to do that. That's the one, yes. Um, there's a feat that when you, um, basically, you, you, if you use one of your, your psychic uh, cantrips, you can add extra damage to your uh, attacks, unarmed attacks, for a round or so. Uh, I think we can look into that once we get over to the feet section. Oh my gosh, uh, I know, but I'm so sad. <laughs> yes, yeah. There's there's a lot of great ways that you can play the psychic, uh, which is part of the reason I think I'm so excited. There's there's a lot of ideas that came to mind while reading this class. Uh, there's just so many choices you can make in a way that make for interesting characters. I think. Yep. One thing, a uh, couple things to point out. It's still uh, a cult only spellcaster. But uh, even though it works kind of like a sorcerer does, it is intelligence or charisma based on your mm -hmm. subconscious mind. Yeah. Subconscious mind. This is this is a really interesting thing that they've done. They're mm -hmm. basically taking like, you know, how like rogues have a racket and yeah. in cleric, you can be cloistered or you can be a war priest or all this. Mm -hmm. They took that idea and they split it into two halves, basically. And so yeah. one of the halves is your conscious mind and the other is a subconscious mind and they're completely different sets of abilities. But because of that, when you make your caster, you know, your, your psychic, you get to choose one from each column, you know, a little from column A, a little from column B and figure out how you're going to make this super combo work. Mm -hmm. I don't know, that was really cool. It It's, there's 24 combinations when you factor in conscious and subconscious because <laughs> you have four subconscious minds and six conscious minds and mix and match them there there's no like oh if you take one you have to take this other one you can mix and match them if you want so there's effectively 24 different possible subclasses okay. when you think about it which is more than i think anything has ever had in pathfinder 2e it's pretty cool yeah right it, out the gate that's definitely more and i'm actually surprised i was expecting more but not that many more yeah looking forward to seeing what other two subconsciouses were added uh, i'm gonna try and show folks in chat the very very short list i i have been i have been asked very nicely uh, not to give away all of oh my all gosh, the secrets just, from the dark archive yeah I'm don't give away all though. the secrets i'm thinking them <laughs> you're thinking them you're thinking the dark archive secrets yeah any any psychics watching right now feel free to tap into randall's mind and he'll he'll give away everything you can just look through his eyes and that's no problem paizo can't stop us from, from doing that but sharing <laughs> all right. the, the let me go here we go so uh you can look at a little bit at subconscious mind we can see that there's distant grasp there's infinite eye oscillating wave silent whisper tangible dream and unbound step and I am the most interested in Unbound Step, I think, off the bat. I love teleportation yes. characters. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're all pretty fun. Uh, I When I was reading through these, I really, really enjoyed Distant, Distant Grasp until I finally read Unbound Step. I'm like, well, no, I think Unbound Step is my favorite. Um, Do you have a favorite one, Randall, of the six? Anything that rings a bell? Well, so... Um, the silent whisper sounded fun because mm -hmm. it had the uh the the little creepiness vibe to it mm. yeah and it it's different than the usual casters i play so i was looking forward to having fun in a occult horror style campaign with something 
like a silent whisper mm-hmm. but yeah the unbound step is a new one that just jumps out at me that i want to read about <laughs> right now uh so we have a question from uh, the bad luck gamer uh, asking about the focus points and how you have to spend them on psychic spells in order to get two back mm-hmm. instead of just one and uh, they said, do you think it makes it hard to pick some multi-class or archetypes? Would the focus point spending get tedious then? I think if you went with an ar- like a multi-class archetype that also granted focus spells, then yeah, that could get tedious. However, it's really easy to avoid them. Let's say you yeah. wanted to multi-class as monk. No problem. Just don't get key spells. You know, mm-hmm. stick stick with your psychic stuff for the magic parts and the punchy stuff for the monk parts. So I think you could do that. Uh, well, alternatively, also, oh, go ahead, Randall. I was going to say, it, it, you would be more apt to answer this, but uh, from what I remember with the uh, Unleash, you can not spend focus points during combat uh, once you get um, charged up. I don't know if that's still an option, but <laughs> if that made it in, then that will definitely allow you to save your focus points for things like your keystrike. For sure. Oh, the thing I was going to suggest is the inverse is play some class like Fighter or Ranger and just take the psychic multi-class archetype and don't ever worry about it. You're getting extra cool, fun stuff to play with without having to worry so much about like managing all the, the focus points and, and all that stuff. It's just an extra little perk that you can add on top of the cool stuff you can already do. Well, uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, I think uh, LOL fail WTF agrees with me and uh, says that w- they would find it difficult to justify getting other focus spells. Mm. And and I think that's the way to go, mostly from a, a bookkeeping standpoint. If you play a cool bard as a multi-class and get, you know, uh, healing, uh, the healing hymn, which is an awesome spell, then you're going to be like, well, I can heal. But if I heal, then I can't, you know, like, like you don't want to have that bad choice, right? Of, of why well, I, I spent one of my psychic uh, focus points on like at a cool amp and now i now i want to heal but if i heal i will mess up my focus point flow for the day so i think it's probably easier just to avoid other focus points personally if you if you like that sort of thing absolutely go for it it just sounds like a lot of paperwork to me um but still well do we want to maybe take a, a deeper dive now into the yeah. ins and outs of the class uh i mean we could probably show off the page with all the initial proficiencies and no one really be too upset because it's not giving away too much. Not that I'm saying we should do that, but I'm just saying we could probably talk about the very basics. Hey, you start we off with an inte- intelligence or charisma as your key ability score, which is based off your subconscious mind. You don't get a choice uh, right out of the gate. You choose your subconscious mind and that determines whether you get intelligence or charisma. You get six hit points uh, plus con per level. Master. Expert in will. You're not, not trained in armor trained in spells a lot of the stuff you would kind of expect yep they're gonna get occultism for free because that is their spell casting stat and then three plus intelligence modifier additional skills uh from what i saw no other bonus skills just for picking a specific thing it's at that point it's all a la carte is that right yeah i i I believe Mm. you're right from what i remember Um, i I didn't see anything in there so isn't so bad if you end up picking an intelligence focus subconscious mind you're just gonna do all the better with that but it can be kind of rough if you're wanting more skills and wanting to also be charisma focused, but that's kind of life sometimes <laughs> with, with Pathfinder. Yeah, I was thinking about three plus an int mod. And if you're going pure charisma, and let's say you didn't put anything into intelligence, that's only three extra things. And there's mm-hmm. like three good social charisma skills and you're done. So yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a little bit of a drawback for picking charisma. You'll still want to pick up some intelligence bonus just for extra skills, probably. 
or multi-class yep. rogue, you know? Yeah. Or, or hope that your background covers enough for what you want. Uh, of course, you get psychic spell casting. You can cast psychic spells. One thing to note with the psychic is that they have more limited spell casting rather than getting up to three or four spell slots per spell level per day. You're only getting two at most. The real big focus is on your cantrips. You're going to be getting so many cantrips. Uh, you get three cantrips by default, plus an extra three based on your conscious mind, plus you know any expansions you take. You, you're going to have a lot of cantrips, and that, that's really your bread and butter. Yeah, uh, this class definitely focuses on those and the use of amps. And and we've mentioned them, and I think folks familiar with the playtest know about them. But let's just go over it for those who are like, why do you keep saying amp and why is that clever? Mm-hmm. So psychics get two things over other spellcasters that are pretty neat. One is that uh, your choice in how you build your class is going to give you a couple of cantrips automatically. And you are already, without spending any resources, better at those cantrips than anyone else in the game who casts them. Yes. So if you're using, uh, you know, Mage Hand, you can pick up heavier things, uh, things like that. So you already get these little bonuses, which is pretty cool. Then each of them have a custom, what we call an amp. Now, an amp is basically extra rules, extra cool stuff that you get by spending a focus point as you cast the spell. It's not a separate action. It's not like... Oh, now it's a three action spell because you have to use the amp. And then you have, it's literally just like, hey, I'm going to use this two action spell, this cantrip, but I'm going to add this amp to it. And I just spend a focus point and it does the extra cool thing. So these are ways to basically turn your cantrips into the equivalent of a focus spell. If you want to think of it that way. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, for example, going back to Mage Hand, if you do amp it up, uh, you can suddenly shove people with your mage hand, which is pretty cool. Also, the mage hand is trying to hold on to someone, so it gives them a, a speed penalty. And then later at heightened levels, uh, the mage hand can also um, disarm that creature as well. So you can do quite a bit more with mage hand. And even if you never do that, like Vanessa said, your mage hand can always pick up a little bit more than anyone else's mage hand can because your mage hand is just all the better. You practice, you're, you're very trained and disciplined with that specific set of cantrips. Um, and can do so much cool stuff with it. Now, I wanted to look going up. Some people are asking for a good example, and I think we should give it them to it. Randall, you like the Silent Whisper. That was the one that really stood out to you, right? Yeah, it looked like it had a lot of fun flavor and roleplay options, um, and it just it was a different vibe, and it leaned into the occult and the psychic, making it separate. Yeah. Um, so your Silent Whisper character is going to probably feel a lot like Professor Xavier with like very strong telepathy sort of powers. And along those lines, the uh, standard Psy cantrips that you get are days and message. So people are like, how, how is, how can message be cooler? Please tell me how message be cooler. <laughs> uh, so message can be cooler because it will travel further. It will bend around walls and obstacles. Mm-hmm. So you don't need nice. a straight line of effect anymore. Uh, as long as there is an unblocked path of 120 feet or less. So it doesn't say, like, can it go under a door? It, it doesn't unblock. I don't know. Like, if you're whispering it, I'm not sure if that would count. Talk to your GM. <laughs> uh, you also yeah. need to know the target's space. That's the other thing that's complicated. So because you can't see them, if they're, uh, let's say you're hiding in the pantry and they're having a very important, you know, meeting at the kitchen table and you need to send them a message, you better know exactly where they're sitting at that table. Cause if they're sitting in the wrong chair, you could be messaging 
uh, no one or the person they're talking to and all of a sudden that they know you're there. So that's kind of an interesting thing. But the fact right. that you can do that and be like, definitely sit at the head of the table and I will message you. Okay. Okay, Vanessa, now amp it up. Amp up that message. Amp it up. All right. So uh, this allows you to coordinate your actions while you pass on in information. The target of the message can immediately spend a reaction to step or stride. This Pretty is cool. super cool. <laughs> yeah, so that sounds great. It's still two actions to cast, but if the big bad just spent like stride, stride and strike and maybe missed and you're like, oh my goodness, they rolled a two and they barely missed. Okay, we need to get out of here. You can send them a message being like, we are going to run to the fighter who's or barbarian who's standing up there being like, we can take him and, and let them stride for free so they can get a head start a, a, a away from this thing. Like that is actually pretty powerful. Yeah, that's awesome. It's very tactical. You're not doing damage with it, but. Yeah, and if you happen to have it heightened up to fourth level when you amp it, you can also add shove, strike or trip yes. to the, the, as a reaction as well. So a lot of cool something. stuff you can do with that. <laughs> yeah, I remember thinking that you could, um, and I actually reread my review to uh, brush up on it. And one of the things I called out then that is jumping out at me now is that the Silent Whisper can become a martial-like class. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. you have the option with combination of the different amps and your cantrips. Yeah, you can marshal the field. You can move people around. You can change things up. And that's pretty exciting for a caster. Just really uh, reading that official Paizo says asking content creators to stay in a lane is kind of torture. <laughs> Thanks, Aaron. <laughs> we love you, Aaron. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for this sneak peek. Um, so that's amps. Uh, I mean, I think we'll look a little more into what the, the different amps do uh, when we get around to the different conscious minds. But the next other big thing that you can do is unleash your psyche. Uh, unleashing your psyche is a free action that uh, the trigger is when your turn begins, but there is a requirement you have to have. First off, you have to be an encounter. So you can't do this outside of combat just freely and be like, ah, I'm just unleashing my mind right now, whenever. No, but um, you have to either have cast a spell on your previous turn or no, sorry. You have to have cast a spell on your turn, previous turn, but it doesn't have to necessarily be like a, uh, a psi cantrip it can be just any psychic spell and you aren't stupefied and when you unleash your psyche you have it unleashed for two rounds and can use special actions that have the psyche trait uh, while your psyche is unleashed you also have this manifestation of your psychic magic there's a picture of the iconic uh, psychic thalion there who has uh, the paint and colors all around him that manifests i assume when he's unleashing his psyche let me get that for y'all yeah in addition to that, uh, if you cast a damaging spell while under the effects of your Psyche being unleashed, you add bonus damage equal to double its level uh, to the damage. Uh, this only applies, though, to spells that don't have a duration and that you cast using Psychic spell casting. So if you're multi-classing or stuff, that's not going to count, and you can't do uh, like a lingering, like long-term uh, you know, damage over time thing. It's just a big blast, something like tele telekinetic projectile. And yeah, you... Like I said, you can also use actions that have the psychic trait. There's a lot of different ones uh, throughout the, the class. There's one each for the different subconscious minds. And your uh, psyche remains unleashed for two rounds. And then it goes away. It, it comes, I guess it gets released. Uh, and uh, you can't use it again for two rounds. And Released? And, yes, I guess so. 
uh, and you're, you're unable to unleash it again for two rounds and you're also stupefied one for, for two rounds. So you're kind of going off and on this kind of mode uh, of unleashing your psyche uh, when you want to do it. You don't have to use the action. Of course, it's a free action. You're free to trigger it when you want, but it's kind of the thing that you kind of do a back and forth where you're like, oh, I want more power, do more damage, but risk the chance that later on it'll be tougher to cast spells for a little bit when I might have needed them. So as an example, uh, Fairy Boy One asks, would the extra damage from Unleash Psyche work with Daze? Yeah, I mean, Daze is a <laughs> cast it at someone, it deals some damage, and yep. then great, cool. And Daze, I know, is a cantrip, but because it is heightened at certain levels, it still has a spell level. So first level would deal an extra two damage because that's one times two, and then four, <laughs> and, and so on and so forth. So yeah, you're, you're going to be dealing bonus damage with Daze. That's a perfect kind of thing to be using with is, hey, target someone, unleash your, your psyche, and then blast their brain with <laughs> mental damage. Uh, <laughs> I would like to, uh, yeah. real quick, I'd like to point out I had made a mistake and chat caught it. So reclaim Adolphus, Adolphus uh, said that chat, uh, message is a one action to cast, which it is, <laughs> I didn't realize, uh, which makes oh, even that even, even more <laughs> powerful. Well, that, that really makes like uh, that, that particular build to be very much like a, a, almost like the Marshall from fourth edition where you're literally just giving people commands and you could easily just do message all the time and just like you stride, you step, you do this and like set up the battlefield the way you want it. And then if, like you said, at fourth level, you can start to be like, and now shove them and now trip them and now do this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is cool. Makes for a great multi with your fighters. So Randall, uh, looking back at, uh, Psyche, unleashing Psyche in the playtest. How how do you feel about how it's ended up now? If you remember, I was actually I was actually thinking details. about that. Um, no, it uh, it it sounds like it's more powerful, it's more frequent, um, and it's easier to use. Um, I remember that a lot of them you had to have. It was a third round access. You had to have done something for two rounds previous, or you had to have had two things happen to you, or. Um, and it, I just remember thinking that only one of the options in the play test allowed a second level entry into Unleashed. So having it be, okay, two rounds and you're in, two rounds, you're out, two rounds, you're in. It's a lot easier to get into, which is going to mm -hmm. make it more fun because you get to do it more. Mm -hmm. But also um, it sounds like you're allowing more options when you're in it, which makes it even more powerful. So yeah. it sounds like you've opened it up and maybe unleashed the style. Yeah. <laughs> unleash more power with the psychic one thing i really enjoy some of the art in here uh it there's one piece in particular that reminds me of like when i was a child and you would imagine that you could do things uh because of how perspective works things further away look smaller and so in this piece of art uh the psychic is crushing a construct with their hand but because they are such a powerful psychic they can actually do that and i just mm -hmm. thought that was really neat to see that sort of first person perspective of what it looks like uh, to crush someone with telekinetic might when you're just using perspective. It's <laughs> a great picture. A couple of people are asking uh, in chat about showing things off and how come we're not just showing the whole book? Uh, we were specifically, <laughs> that's right. Aaron's watching. We're specifically asking uh, not to. Uh, so in the past, we were probably giving a little too much away about it. And so now we are just going to talk about our favorite parts of it, tease it and get y'all hype about it. Mm -hmm. um, I am definitely we might looking show forward off to like a stuff. feed or two, but we won't be giving you like the whole chapter. <laughs> yeah. no, no full page spreads. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So that's 
uh, an interesting ability that all psychics get all, all psychics get to work with. And then we go off the into the the two main components of the class: the subconscious mind and the conscious mind. Subconscious mind is kind of determining how you learn to manifest your psychic abilities, whether you just go based off entirely emotion, sometimes you're based off instinct, or you might have been someone who was trained specifically to learn how to tap into your, your psychic abilities. Uh, there, there's four different subconscious minds, two for intelligence, two for, uh, for charisma, and each of them come with their own flavor and their own explanation as to how you do your, your components for your spell casting. You know, if you are someone who was trained, you might have specific mantras or, or phrases that you recite, uh, things like that. And then each of these also comes with their own special ability, special action that you can use while you have your psyche unleashed. <laughs> uh, yeah, so one of them we can look at, uh, there's emotional acceptance. I think we can touch on the key points of these. Emotional acceptance mm -hmm. is one of the charisma ones. Mm -hmm. And it has a special psychic action called Restore Mind, and it, it gives your ally like a bonus on some saving throws and allows them to recover some hit points. Yeah, you you have a choice between either a bonus against saving throw or healing someone. One one or the other. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's and only then, one action to do that. It's only one action, and the ally is then immune to the ability for ten minutes. So you can't yeah, so. spam it for one action, but it does kind of allow you to be uh, a mm -hmm. pocket healer. So you can give, you know, two plus double your level is not bad. You know, yeah. that's only four points at first level. But as you level up, you know, if you're level four, that's 10 hit points. That's that's OK. I think it's a, it's not like a big heal, but it is a good quick mini heal that you can just be like, hey, you're within 30 feet and you're hurting. Uh, boop, there's there's some hit points back. See you in 10 minutes. Yeah, it's right around on par for the average of a one action heal spell for its level. So mm. it kind of works out pretty yeah, well you need a medic you need a medic it doesn't matter how you <laughs> any, get it. any healing helps right yeah <laughs> yeah when someone's in dire um, straits certainly yeah the the gathered lord subconscious mind is all about strict discipline and uh no or sorry this is excuse me this is the one about uh, the mantras and things like that uh so with your one action uh psyche action you can recall the teachings basically you prepare yourself to aid an ally uh you this counts as, as having prepared yourself and then you can use um your occultism in place of the normal check to uh, aid an ally so it's pretty good about uh helping other uh, characters out a lot and this one doesn't have a limit you can do this as many times as you want as long as your psyche is unleashed uh the one that you were talking about uh is precise discipline and these two are actually the the two intelligence ones yeah. so for precise discipline yeah, like I said, it's intelligence. Your psychic action is calculate threats. So when you calculate threats, you gain a bonus to your armor class and reflex saves. So it's kind of like a, a raised shield action or parrying with a, like a, a, a little dueling boost where it's that plus two circumstance bonus to armor class. But you also get a bonus to reflex saves, which is pretty cool. So I, I kind of like that one. When your psyche is unleashed, you can basically super dodge. You know, you're like, whoo, whoo, you can't hit me. I figured out all the angles. Mm -hmm, exactly and, and finally the wandering reverie is the the final subconscious mind it's all about imagination and kind of just letting your mind wander things like that and that uses charisma as well and your special action is fade into daydreams one action it's an illusion ability that covers you in weird thoughts and imagination and things that make it hard to to see you and, and, and comprehend exactly where you are which you can't see concealment you can't hide with it but it, it's there to help you avoid attacks as well 
Nice. That sounds like a uh, I'm making you see what I want you to see type of yes, thing, exactly. which is pretty fun. A uh, couple questions in chat. One is from Inclassified asking, do they still only get two slots per level? I assume you're mean you're talking about spell slots, and yes. So yeah, because they have so much to do with special cantrips and focus points, they do kind of fall short a little bit on those actual spell cast spells. Um, so yeah, you only get a couple per level, which definitely limits you. But in a way that also makes me want to pick ones that are like, when things get dire, this is the spell you're going to use uh, rather mm -hmm. than a bread and butter type spell. Uh, let and me see. Oh, go ahead. As I say, your conscious mind reflects the kind of way that you manifest your psychic abilities, the kind of things you focus on. Uh, there are six of these, as we mentioned before. Um, Distant Grasp, Infinite Eye, Oscillating Wave, Silent Whisper, Tangible Dream, and Unbound Step. And they each kind of focus on a different psychic, I guess, flavor. It, it, there's a lot of different psychic abilities that have shown up over uh history uh, uh media and things like that you mentioned professor xavier telepathy and reading minds and stuff like that there's also you know the typical mind bullets and telekinesis there's um you know pyrokinesis and cryokinesis you know, stuff like carry or fire starter there's a lot of different ways you can channel your psychic power so each of those has their own kind of distinct flavor and distinct uh specific set of cantrips that you get with those two to do cool stuff uh in a you get normally two cantrips that already exist on the occult list and there's an also a special uh unique set of, of side cantrips three side cantrips for each of the conscious minds that grant you extra abilities as well so the distant grasp is all about telekinesis and manipulating objects from afar the infinite eye is about knowledge and using that to influence the world around you uh, oscillating wave is about using cold and and fire uh to to uh influence the world uh the silent whisper is telekinesis tapping into thoughts and influencing people's uh actions and stuff like that tangible dream is about creating things out of force and light so you can create like force blades and stuff like that and finally unbound step is teleportation and, and traversing across space uh stuff like that a lot of cool blinks and things like that yeah, uh, as I said, my favorite of all of them, I don't know, I love telekinesis. If You know how the, like everyone has a special superpower, they keep imagining themselves having mine's telekinesis, but usually it's to fix people's bad parking problems. Um, but I still, I, I, it, would be a, it would be a difficult toss up between that one and the unbound step, which has a lot of like phasing through matter and teleporting and stuff like that. Lots of mobility, which I always find fun. Sure. I'm going to share one of them. I'll put it up in the screen in a second uh, called the Tesseract Tunnel, which at regular, like it's, it's a cantrip, but regularly you, you set it up and you can basically make a little portal that's one way, which is great if you're trying to get everyone out of danger. And if you amp it, uh, it'll actually just, uh, let's see, when you cast it, you simply create a tunnel that ends in the square within range. So you can uh, you can immediately teleport to spaces. I don't know. It's better. It's better. It's very complicated. <laughs> um, but essentially, amping it up, there's a way to make it like a two-way tunnel and stuff. It's very cool. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I like the idea that you can not only teleport yourself around, but also like teleport your party members and stuff. It's mm -hmm. very cool. Yeah, that uh, sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, it, it definitely does. I, it, it sold me so much on... on on these abilities, but also it, it comes with a, a new set of, of cantrips uh, in this book. There's, there's not enough cantrips to cover all six uh, varieties of, of spells here. There just weren't 
like enough like phasing and, and teleportation style cantrips. So they added a, a few new ones, which uh, awesome. are, are featured as part of the Unbound Step 2. These are two of the ones that you get for free, but is also available to any other occult spellcaster. They're called Phase Bolt and Warp Step. Phase mm -hmm. Bolt is just kind of a, an attack you make, and it ignores some bonus AC from things like Shield or Cover because it phases through and hits people. That's pretty cool. Warp Step, two actions. You get a five-foot bonus to speed, and then you get to uh, stride twice so you're, you're very good at getting to a particular point but nice. what i really like is, is the amps that you get with this these two uh if you amp phase bolt um the target is also flat-footed just because it's it's even harder to avoid something that can travel through matter right what do you do your armor is not going to block that um and if you amp warp step you can cast it as a single action rather than two actions so for one action and a focus point, you can move so much, yeah. which is amazing. And if it's at a height in the fourth level, when you move, you don't even have to be like, oh, I walk this way and avoid uh, the enemy fighter to avoid attacks of opportunity. You're just like, how far could I get in two actions with this bonus to speed? Uh, okay, I can get there. And you just instantly teleport there, which is... Yeah. You go so ah! fast. Yeah, you go so fast. Uh, no one sees you get from one point to another. You're just you're just there. It's so yeah. cool. Okay. How do we piggyback that with the message amp? <laughs> oh, boy. Um, hmm. I mean, I don't they're... know if we can do that because you'd have to cast the spell. You'd have to cast yeah. warp step. Yeah, warp... Now, warp step is still a psychic spell you could just pick up, mm -hmm. right? So yeah. you can get it, but you won't have that cool amp where you can make it go super fast gm and luis i have this plate of cookies <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i don't know if there's an easy way to do that one thing you could maybe do because when you amp warp step it becomes a single action you could in theory ready that as a thing mm. um and if you have enough reactions you can uh, use one reaction to stride and then use your trigger of if i get message to stride i then also cast warp step <laughs> as one action with an amp uh which makes you go super far uh so that <laughs> that's one way you could do it um i'm sorry for all the parties out there or all the gms out there that i've kind of now given the secret out that you can do this. you have to have a lot of things going right for you have that, but even just readying warp step as one action is a thing you could do maybe i don't know if i if i were a gm i'd let it happen i would definitely not stop anyone who wants to not have that happen <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, there, there, there's there's a lot of cool stuff you can do with that and i think it's really exciting if you multi-class you know that's a amazing spell for a melee fighter or, or yeah. someone you know you can move so quickly and, and rogue a, yeah rogue would make a, a great use of that too mm -hmm. uh there's Let's see, are we, uh, well, we're still looking at, at, at conscious minds. I, I keep wanting to get ahead of myself and look at other things. Oh. I'm just so no. excited. <laughs> totally uh, yeah. uh, some things that are pretty cool. Uh, mm -hmm. Guidance is now a much greater distance. Uh, yeah. Just just by having it, if you have it as part of the infinite eye, it, it, its distance goes way up. And when you amp it, it you can okay your your target creature doesn't become temporarily immune which is yeah. super cool because that is really frustrating when you're like oh and guidance um but there was another thing i was looking for oh you can cast an amp guidance spell as a reaction triggered when your ally fails or critically fails an attack you can and and several other things so you can 
retroactively guidance them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you, it applies and retroactive. It, you can only do that if it would succeed anyway, so you don't end up wasting your your guidance. Um, yeah. So, but in, at also higher levels, it gives you a plus two instead of a plus one. So it's even easier to make use of that as a reaction, which is pretty cool. Sure uh, is. Pe- <laughs> people are mentioning in the chat, Rhino Rex, Rhino Rex is asking about the tangible dream uh, conscious mind, which is all about lights and um, force and projecting things like that. Um, so hey, you get dancing lights and shield as your, your side cantrips. When you improve mm-hmm. your dancing lights, you can make them go out further and keep further away from each other. And if you amp them up, they can even possibly dazzle creatures, which is pretty fun. The shield one is really interesting. There are, there are a lot of instances where I was <laughs> reading this class and I was just saying, holy cow, they're letting us do that? Yeah. They can, we can do that now? <laughs> I mean, there's but- so many of these. <laughs> But they've also siloed it within a very specific space, right? So not only is it like, yes, we can totally do this now, but you can totally do this now if you're a psychic with the correct mind, not just Mm -hmm. with the spell, and then using your amp as well. So they've limited us a little bit, but there is some pretty big Wahoo stuff in here. Yeah, well, Warp Step was one of them. You can do that with one action? Holy cow. Shield is the other one. If you amp this up, when you cast Shield, uh, normally by default... um, without amping it up at, uh, at all because it's one of your side cantrips you can use shield to block for someone else within 30 feet that's pretty cool uh pretty fun help others out uh if you amp it up when you use shield it makes three shields that are stacked together and <laughs> the, the ac bonus isn't different but what is possible is that you can do a lot of extra blocking of damage so when you block an attack the first shield that blocks it goes away and blocks damage as normal and then you lose the ac bonus but the other two shields are still there to block Uh, if you wanted to you could block with two shields at once and that Mm -hmm. means that the hardness and all that stuff is one and a half times normal or you can block with all three shields at once and that's twice as much hardness and stuff as normal so you can get a lot blocked with an amped shield which is pretty great or you can block a lot for a buddy as well that makes a random conversation. I heard a PaizoCon make sense. Oh, okay. <laughs> sure, yeah. What was the conversation? I, I don't remember. I, I can't remember now. I just remember <laughs> oh, okay. talking about multiple shields and and stacking shields. And it was, <laughs> I, I, I was intrigued, but didn't get a chance mm-hmm. to ask why. And now I know why. And that is pretty amazing. So the the other one that Tangible Dream gets is the Dancing Lights. And this is another one of those where you take a spell that's like, yeah, it's fine, it's Dancing Lights. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, it's very cool. How many times you ever entered a pretty big room that's dark and you have Dancing Lights? And you're like, cool, I want to illuminate the whole room. And they're like, no, no, they have to stay within 10 feet of each other. And you're like, that's two squares. That's basically a cluster. It's like, it might as well be one light source. Dancing Lights lets you unchain those from each other and not only can they move way far away from you uh they can move more than the 10 feet apart which is pretty cool so you can send them into all the corners of the room and illuminate an entire warehouse with one dancing light spell okay this sounds Luis. i've got to ask um Mm -hmm. so someone mentioned uh i think it was zerg sorry zerg titan 99 that the psychic class with spell trickster or the uh the eldritch trickster Rogue multi-class yeah. um, would be an amazing combo. Mm-hmm. So if we're multi-classing into these, how easy is it to get these amps? Is that something? Uh, it's pretty great. Uh, the psychic dedication feat uh, for if you multi-classers out there, um, you get 
um, a conscious mind is part of it. You don't get a subconscious mind. You're, you're kind of, you're, you're not trained as well as a, a normal psychic to do this kind of cool stuff. Um, but you get a conscious mind, uh, you get your spell repertoire as normal, and then one a standard psych cantrip of your choice from your conscious mind. So when you cast this psych cantrip, you gain the normal benefits and the amp for the psych cantrip uh, as well. So you're, you're getting an empowered cantrip uh, as part of the psychic dedication. Um, so that's a lot. That's that. That's quite a bit. That's fun. Um, and there are ways to improve that just a little bit more uh, at a higher level. You can get another side cantrip uh, with a higher level feat as well. And that also comes with the benefits in the amp for <laughs> its its own side cantrip and stuff. So there, it's very easy to play with one or two pretty fun of the pretty fun side cantrip depending on what you're looking for uh, without really having to commit too much into the psychic if you're not really into that. So they want us to show the oscillating wave. Randall, mm-hmm. was oscillating wave in the playtest? That does not ring any bells. Okay, okay. Rather than going into the nuts and bolts of it, where I'm looking okay. at the time and I want to make sure we can have some time to talk about some cool feats that you can pick up if you want, I'm going to tell you the concept of the oscillating wave. And I think mm. you'll be excited so excited as to go out and rush and buy the book, maybe. Oscillating wave is the idea of taking heat energy, right? The, the energy that makes things hot or cold, you know, vibrating molecules, mm-hmm. all that fun stuff, and shift it around in different ways. Yes. And more or less how it works is you end up bouncing back and forth between adding, like, like removing heat from something or adding heat to something mm-hmm. with yourself as the conduit for all this adding and removing of heat. And the way that that shows itself is through Produce Flame and Ray of Frost and also other spells and stuff. But what's really cool is it allows for energy substitution with different spells. It allows for all sorts of neat stuff. But you just you want to keep going back and forth between Ray of Frost and Produce Flame, cold damage and fire damage back and forth. Now, that could get a little frustrating if like you're fighting an enemy that's immune to one and not the other. But I don't know. I think it's super cool. The idea that you're constantly like, let me suck all the energy out of this person with a ray of frost. And now I have all this heat energy I can use and I can turn it into uh, a produce flame and throw it out and do some cool stuff. It's so neat. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, And every conscious mind also grants you another extra set of spells to your repertoire. Kind of like a sorcerer gains bloodline shells and stuff like that uh so for example oscillating wave grants you burning hands and heat metal and fireball a lot of stuff that you'd you'd understand but with your ability uh with the conservation of energy you are forced to whenever you add energy to something the next time you have to take it away and always go back and forth so if things work out in such a way um you might have to cast burning hands and take energy away from it which converts it into a cold spell it does cold damage and has all the, the cold traits and all that stuff. And the next time you cast Burning Hands, it becomes a fire spell again. And then next time it's a cold spell and it goes back and forth uh, doing that, which is pretty fun. Uh, if you've ever played Final Fantasy XIV, I'm reminded a lot of the Black Mage having to go back and forth. Oh, yeah. With the, the fire <laughs> and, and, and cold That's right. buffs. That means you I, can do a cold damage fireball or a fire damage cone of cold. Mm-hmm. That's a what? lot of fun. I, I I think we, oh man, I really wish that we had some, I'm getting into things I want and I don't know what's in there. So I can't, I, I want to read the book and see if it's in there or not, but I'd love <laughs> to see a tag team of two of these. Uh, remember Chrono Trigger, Antipode, mm-hmm. the fire and ice combos, Yep. Yep. combo tech. Oh, I'd love to see that. 
Yeah. Uh, Eldritch nope. and Eldritch Dream Games mentions Breath of Fire three doing spell combos. So yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Uh, another thing that I just want to point out because I happen to see a rule with this. Um, and, and I'm not going to go deeply into it. I'm just going to tease you. There is a thing called mind shift. Mm-hmm. It is a it is a trait. Off, oftentimes you'll have an action with a mind shift trait. And basically mind shift says, you know what? You can just turn to, to psychic damage and make it a will save instead of something else. If you want, you can just make it mental damage. Mind shifts really show up with your feats. There are special attacks yeah. that you can gain that you're like, oh, I unleash a burst of energy and it deals bludgeoning damage around me or something. But you're like, oh, but it's a mind shift. I can always make it just do mental damage yes. around me instead. It, nice. Great when you don't want to ruin that entire table of silverware, but you still want mm-hmm. to give all the guests a headache. And <laughs> if you're uh, an oscillating wave psychic, you can instead convert it to fire or cold, depending on which energy yes. direction has to be going as well. Yeah, that that's where I saw the the, the note on that. But mm-hmm. yeah, they're just it's so neat the the amount of flexibility that they have given this class. Given that you're like, well, you only you only have two spells per level known, plus whatever they give you from your list. So it's like three spells known, two you can cast. Ah, uh, but then like you can do so many interesting things with all the various amps. There are amps that are part of the feats. So if you're like amps are cool, but I want an amp, you know, a different amp. Mm-hmm. There are ones you can pick up as feats, which is so yes. cool. Yeah. So, for example, let's look at one of these amps, the Mental Bomb. It's a second level feat. Um, it has to be cast or be applied to a psychantrip that affects you or one or more of your allies and doesn't affect any enemies, right? It's all about helping people out. Uh, you replace whatever normal amp is in place. So, for example, message, right? You can cast it on an ally, and normally you could use the reaction to make them step or stride. No, when you turn it into a bombing message, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that ally, you or that ally, whoever's the target, gains a plus two status bonus to will saves against emotions for one minute and also use it to counteract frightened effects. Um, and, uh, you know, pretty cool. There's a lot of different ways that you can modify amps as needed that can be applied to uh, a lot of different stuff. That is actually super cool. And like, it's a great storytelling moment, right? Where mm-hmm. someone else on the party gets hit by um, some terrible ability that leaves them frightened too or something. And you can say, uh, I'm going to send you a message. It's got ridiculous range. And so I'm going to send you this mental bomb. That's like, no, it's it's okay. You're going to be okay because you got this. And you are not afraid of that wizard. They're they are a scrawny little lich. And it doesn't matter that they regenerate. You have a really big axe and you're going to get in there and you're going to do very cool things. And then all of a sudden the barbarian's like, yes, no, I got this. And they're like, I'm not afraid anymore. I'm feeling good. Yeah. Inversely, we have uh, some pretty offensive amps like Target of Psychic Ire, which can oh, only be a, must be applied to a, a cantrip that takes two or more actions and targets a creature. So that's pretty broad, but you probably right. don't want this going on your ally. Um, <laughs> choose a target on the spell. And what happens is suddenly all the psychic power comes into everything around them and like, you know, every, you know, blocks and, and table uh, where and everything that's around, everything gets thrown at them repeatedly. Uh, and they're going to be taking uh, D4 bludgeoning damage uh, per spell level of the spell that you, you amped up um, for three rounds. It's a basic reflex. They just keep getting pelted with stuff oh, no. uh, as they become the target of the psychic ire. So pretty uh pretty brutal if you end up doing stuff like that there are so many cool things so one of the feats in here was the one i mentioned before called psi strikes 
If your most recent action was to unleash your psyche or cast a spell, you can add force damage to your, your attacks, which is a great way to go. It's only a fourth level spell. So if you multi-class into it, you could theoretically try and grab it as a eighth level feat. Um, mm. It's, you know, but if, if you're a pure psychic, maybe you multi-class into something martial and you can have really cool weapons that you add damage to because you're in cool psychic mode. Um, I, I just, I really like some of these things. Oh, oh, wait, no, different oh, one. Oh. I'm so excited. The one I want to talk about is called Violent Unleash. So when you unleash your psyche, you can make it one of those things where it, there's just a huge shockwave. And this is one of those mind shift ones that, that Luis yeah. was talking about. So you can just be like, I'm going to unleash my psyche and do a bunch of force damage to all this stuff within 20 feet. Uh, or you can just make it mental. Or if you're an oscillating psychic, you can make it cold or fire, depending on which way you're going at the moment. Um, yeah, it's... It's very cool. It does leave you stunned one. So it's a free action to do and it will leave you stunned on your next turn. But that's that's future use problem. Current you is being cool as you unleash your psyche. That's what you have allies for. They're there to protect you, don't it? <laughs> Remember, you're not the marshal here. You're the caster. Um, but so we can pull these in, Luis. Uh, are there feats to are there still feats to let you pull in um, cantrips from the other options? Yes, there was. Uh, there's one called Parallel Breakthrough where it grants you a first level side cantrip for a different conscious mind other than the one you have. Okay. And it can be a unique uh, cantrip or, or just one that you know, is a basic cantrip that gets amped up with, with your conscious mind. Um, and you also get the special benefits with amping it up and stuff like that. So you can dabble a little bit in, in the other uh, conscious minds as you like. Awesome. That was that was something I was really interested in seeing if that mm -hmm. stuck or not, because in the playtest, it almost seemed necessary to dabble. Um, and again, it's a playtest. I mean, I don't know what you want. It's we're trying things, we're testing, we're experimenting. Mm -hmm. Sure. But it still looked like it was a necessary thing. And it was really, you know, it sounds like you don't need that at all anymore, but it's still a nice option. I mean, it's always nice to have options. So I'm glad to see that's back in there. Yeah. Yeah. That's very cool. I'm going to uh, call out two more feats that I like if okay. we have time for that. Yeah, uh, uh, one is uh, eighth level feat, Brain Drain. This is not a spell or anything, but it's a two action ability. Mm -hmm. You focus on a care uh, on, on an enemy, uh, non-mindless, of course. You can't do this on oozes, um, sure. but they, they make a will save. Uh, on a failure, they become stupefied and you regain a focus point. So you, you, you are draining some of that mental energy to, to rework your, your focus point uh, back into yourself once you succeed on this once once you're able to get a focus point back you can't use it again until your next daily preparations but if it, you know if yeah. you didn't succeed you can keep trying again on other creatures uh, as <laughs> as needed till you get your focus point back yeah I, I think it's so neat because so many focus point using classes have a feed about eighth level that is mm -hmm. like uh i get a focus point back for some reason like champion i think is a sixth level one where they make a desperate Prayer. They're like, please, oh deity of mine, I'm out of focus points and I just need one more. And, you know, you can only use it when you're out of them. This is like the same sort of, hey, you get a focus point without having to refocus. Uh, but it's like a cool attack where you're like, I will, yeah. I will take your mental powers. Very cool. And the other one that comes to mind, uh, there, there's the four subconscious minds. Uh, they each get an extra psyche action that you can 
uh, take as a 10th level feat. The one for the emotional acceptance subconscious mind, all about emotions, is called Emotional Surge. You are empowered. Your heart soars. You're like, yes, I can do this. One action <laughs> while you're in your psyche, while your psyche's unleashed, you gain a plus two status bonus to attack rolls and skill checks until the start of your next turn. I can't believe they're letting me just do that. Yes. Just, uh... <laughs> I am the coolest. <laughs> That is really great if you want to try and, and build a martial character around one. I'm I am very much considering trying to make a martial character that does those sorts of things, especially trying to get your hit points to catch up with some of the uh, multi-classing like fighter and barbarian and things like that that can can help you get your uh, your hit points up even though you started with a sad six. Uh, oh, but no, that that ability it. I'm playing a magus right now, and <laughs> I, I'm suddenly I'm suddenly envisioning doing a that charge plus two true strike and then an attack like <laughs> just just crit fish the heck out of it but i i can't think of any good ones one action uh, you know attacks for the spell strike so it, it, it's it's not perfect but there's room to grow that's right <laughs> um i have a couple I, I i'm just gonna point out probably more than two but i'm not gonna go into them i'm just gonna talk about the really cool feet names that they've come up with because there are right. some like one thing Paizo is definitely doing a good job is making really fun, flavorful feet names. One mm -hmm. is called Dark Persona's Presence. If you've ever played any of those <laughs> games where the style is like, and now it's your darker self, that's what mm -hmm. this is. It's very cool. Uh, there is another one that is just called No! <laughs> Which is amazing. Um, you'll have to take a look at what that does. Uh, when you get uh, an opportunity, there are ones called Shatter Space. Yep. yep. It's a, it's an amp. It's an amp. Cool. You're going to tear space apart. It's just wandering thoughts, which doesn't sound like it's mm -hmm. cool, but it's a 16th level spell. So again, or a 16th level feat. So yeah, check that out. Um, all in your head is a reaction. That's all in your head. <laughs> That's fun. I don't even know what it does. That's fun. I know. It's, it's, so those are some really cool things. Oh, oh. And the one thing that people I'm sure were wondering, yes, there is. There is a way to do it. At 18th level, you can do the thing that you are asking yourself this whole hour that we've been broadcasting. Can we do this thing? And yes, you can. At 18th level, you can take a feat called Cranial Detonation that does exactly what it sounds like it does. Mm -hmm. And you can use it once per round and it's a reaction. Yeah. And it chains. And it chains. And when, when, when this goes off, it deals damage to people around you. And if that's enough to trigger uh, enough of the, to, to do the right stuff to meet the prerequisite, it can go <laughs> in a line. So uh, pretty brutal. It's great. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, no, uh, Heads will roll. No, no, no. Heads will explode. Uh, mm -hmm. So yes, that is what you can do with the psychic. I'm I'm really looking forward. I've already got like ideas for five different psychics that are all completely different play styles, and it's just one class. Uh, between this and the the thermaturge, there's a lot of real juicy stuff in here. And yeah. No Not Ones did the the thermaturge preview, so you can go check out his channel on YouTube mm -hmm. for that. 
Yes. Uh, and, yeah. and then add in all the archetypes and extra stuff that are coming <laughs> in this book. There's going to be a lot of juicy things to work yeah. with. Uh, before we move, before we finish up here, I want to say one last thing. We're, we'll talk about one capstone, one of the 20th level feats. Okay. Uh, there are four 20th level feats and you would not be you know, mistaken if you think, oh, there's one that gets you an extra 10th level spell slot. That happens a lot with spellcasters. But the one I'm going to mention, I think is just, it's very simple, but it, I think it means a lot. Is Twin Psyche. When you unleash your Psyche, you double its duration. You get it for four rounds rather than two rounds. There's a lot you can do with that, uh, especially with the extra Psyche actions that you can do and stuff like that. There's just so much potential there. Pretty fun. I'm sure someone will absolutely break that open and just make something ridiculous. And of course, the 20th level, it makes sense. But yeah, there's uh, some other cool stuff there. 20th level as well. Like you could become <laughs> thought or you can reach your unlimited potential. No, become thought. I read that in the play test and I came up with three different characters. Based, just on, based on that, on that capstone. Alone. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's, it's such a cool thought. Just the idea of it is just fun. And yeah, I look forward to seeing how it turns out in the final, but very yeah. soon very very soon so very soon. dark archive is releasing officially july 27th so a month from today in fact and i'm sure if you're a subscriber you're probably getting access to that just a few weeks and mm -hmm. there's other previews uh, all around um keep an eye on paisa's social media i'm sure they're pointing into all the different stuff i know that time uh magic and stuff was shown off not too long ago oh, yeah. uh, so you can mix that in with your psychic and a lot of cool stuff. So there'll be lots of cool previews over the coming weeks. Uh, and I'm sure it's going to be all really exciting stuff. One last thing I want to shout out to you is not a rule. Uh, mm -hmm. It is a piece of art that is adorable. Uh, for those of you who are listening, it is a halfling wearing like uh, a really fun kind of summer's day outfit. Uh, just, just walking along, roses in her hair and carrying mm -hmm. a stick and just looking happy. And this is one of our sample psychics. It's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Is she she's coming a, through a portal? Yeah, she's just teleporting yeah. around. She She's part of the unbound step conscious mind. So she can just travel around wherever she wants. It's like, oh, I want to be elsewhere. So I'm just I'm just going to go there. I'm going to go on vacation. See ya. <laughs> Wait, what? There's a blizzard coming. No, I'm going somewhere tropical. Yep. <laughs> I ain't seeing around for this blizzard. I'll come back in a week once it's melted. <laughs> she's using Tesseract hair, says James Case. So oh, she's, she's traveling pretty far. Pretty I far. misread that when I first glanced at that. And I was thinking, did she open one up to a river or something? Is that Tesseract Tears? No. <laughs> Very cool. No. I don't know. All right. I think that is all we were wanting to uh, give away at the moment. Mm -hmm. So it is on to Pathfinder News. Pathfinder News. Pathfinder News. All right, well, so I guess, yeah. <laughs> do, do I introduce this? I don't think we ever. Determined. Yeah, I mean, we kind of just go into it. But yeah, you you compiled the news for this episode. Sure. So bring it on. Bring on the news. Yeah. Hey, we're talking about all the news Pathfinder Paisa related here. And uh, there's a few different things that have uh, come up here recently. Uh, most recently is related to uh, the psychic class that we just covered. Uh, the Meet the Iconics for Thalion, which is the, the new psychic iconic. Uh, who is a, an elf from Rahadum and is a pretty fun story written by uh, uh, Linda Zayas Palmer, 
who mm. you might know from uh, Organized Play Fame. Uh, it's a, a, a great story about really understanding, um, you know, your mental state and, and emotions and tapping into to the power uh, of psychic. It's, it's a really interesting way, I think, to, to explore how one character's uh, psychic abilities might manifest. Uh, it's, I think, hard to put that concept forward. Uh, and I think Linda did a great job with it. I'm really looking forward to reading about this, uh, this iconic, just the art evokes so many interesting things. And I have so many ideas, uh, like they're wearing a, a necklace that seems to be, uh, asymmetrical and I love asymmetrical stuff. Like I, is there significance to that? Like, I just, I, I want to read all like all the, this, this painterly style is very interesting to me. All these like swirls of colors. So I really want to, I really want to dig into it. That sounds very cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, also recently happened, we just missed it, just this last weekend was Free RPG Day, mm -hmm. uh, where uh, at least on the Pathfinder side of things, there was a new adventure uh, called A Fistful of Flowers, again by Linda Zayas Palmer and also co-written by Eleanor Farron of Lost Omens fame. Uh, and this is all about playing Leshies, which is pretty fun, I think. I, I've, I've skimmed through the, the adventure. It's cute. It's great. I just look forward to playing that. If you missed Free RPG Day, unfortunately, you can't get this quite yet. Uh, you have to wait. Um, I think there's a, a month waiting period before you can get your own copy. But come uh, the same time that Dark Archive comes out, you can get a copy for free as a PDF or uh, pretty cheap uh, in, in physical print. You might be able to also run by your, your local gaming store and see if they have any spare copies. But yeah, it's a fun, <laughs> cute little adventure. Uh, go ahead and check that out. Uh, another thing that has happened is... Uh, a new set of pins for organized play for Pathfinder Society specifically. Uh, these are pins for the new, uh, the factions that now exist in, in second edition. Pins are always fun to wear. I don't know. Go buy a pin. You get extra bonuses when you, you do specific roles in org play. Those are cool. They're fun. I, I have all the first faction. edition ones. <laughs> so yeah. they're really neat. Rep your faction. Uh, specifically, your faction should be the Horizon Hunters because they're the best. But you know, you can also pick up. <laughs> You're the not other biased. As well. No, not at all. <laughs> this is a uh, psychic show. It should be the Dark Archive. The Dark, Dark Archive, Archive is exist. no more. It's been dissolved into a rule no. book. <laughs> but 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 do you know it doesn't exist? Because mm. I remember Shadow Lodges were a thing. Hmm. The truth is be. out there. The truth um. is out there. I want to believe. Uh, <laughs> uh, and finally, this is a thing that uh, popped up between our last episode and this episode is a uh, new Kickstarter for Pathfinder for Savage Worlds. Uh, if you liked Savage Worlds and liked mixing your Pathfinder peanut butter with your Savage Worlds chocolate and getting Rise of the Moon Lords, you can now get Curse of the Crimson Throne uh, via Kickstarter. Support that. Um, our partners uh, over there are doing cool stuff with a new rule set. I don't know Savage Worlds very well, but I'm always excited to get more people to to try out these adventures. I, I love uh, Curses and Crimson Throne. It's one of the earliest APs I ever played through, and I, it's, it's still holds a great place in my it, heart. The, the rule set's interesting. It's a more simplified rule set than D20 games typically are, um, mm -hmm. even more so than 5e. It's it's pretty uh, pretty open to like GM interpretation and how things work and such, which is pretty cool. The only experience I have with it directly is converting from Savage Worlds to Pathfinder First Edition, uh, which basically meant doubling the size of the book because we had to include a bunch of stat blocks. Mm. <laughs> so uh, it'll be interesting to see, uh, you know, what they do with uh, what they do with that. I do yeah. have one bit of news uh, I think we should also bring up. 
uh, he he's already disappeared, darn it. But Aaron Shanks uh, has been promoted to the director of marketing. That's true. Yes. Congratulations, Aaron. Yeah. He is going to be doing a lot of fun stuff, I think. I mean, he's already coordinating a lot of cool stuff. And I think mm-hmm. it, this will just afford him a, a chance to do even greater things with the company. So looking forward to what he does next. And I think it's it's well-deserved just, mm-hmm. you know, I, because we're content creators, we talk to him a lot. And I know that he's got a lot of hustle. And I think because he has had a lot of boots on the ground time, he will all, therefore, I think, be a pretty good, at least minimally, hopefully great manager uh, who already knows the position. So many managers are like, I want you to do the thing. I don't know how that works. Uh, but Aaron's been there, so he knows what yeah. to expect of somebody. Uh, hopefully he'll get a nice little underling to take over some of these duties <laughs> so he can focus on directing marketing. But uh, yeah, huge congratulations to Aaron. So. Mm-hmm. I think that might be it for our news. Yeah, that's all that I found on my side of things. Any any Pathfinder news, Randall? I don't know of any. You you you, you all have it covered. This, this <laughs> No Direction Network seems to be on top of things. Uh, it helps that we do have a network. Uh, that is a great point, Randall, for bringing it up. So we are the No Direction uh, show on the No Direction Network, and this is one of many shows. So if you've enjoyed this content, absolutely go over to nodirectionpodcast.com and see not just podcasts, uh, but a bunch of blog information. Uh, there's like monster conversions and advice on how to run a game. There's the No Direction Beyond show that talks about Starfinder. Uh, we've got actual plays like Valiant that someone I know who is brilliant happens to GM and run in uh, not just an AP, an absolutely from scratch home game, which is rare, actually, in the actual play universe. You don't get a lot of that. It's uh, a lot of work, it turns out. <laughs> so I understand why it's rare. <laughs> yeah, well, a lot more work to also write a whole adventure uh, instead mm-hmm. of just running one that you can, oh, I don't know purchase off of foundry or something uh but yeah there's a bunch of stuff over there so go ahead and join it you can also join our discord so if you've had fun in our chat today chatting with folks or you want to talk to us more you can join our discord channel from a link on nodirectionpodcast.com and finally uh, you can also become a patron so after the show tonight uh probably in about 15 or 20 minutes or so we're gonna head over into the discord and have our patrons private sanctuary where the patrons tell us what we're going to talk about for the evening and you have us all to your little selves and so uh you can become a patron over at patreon.com and then just link your patreon account to your discord account and you'll automatically gain access to those channels on the discord pretty easy yeah They've, all right. they've been telling us what we want to talk about. It's all up here. It's all up here. It's all up here. Well, I think what we have just to wrap up and shout out some things. Wrap ups right? and shout outs. Wrap ups and shout outs. Wrap ups. Wrap ups and shout outs. <laughs> Uh, thank you for listening to No Direction, episode 279, our live preview of The Psychic. And thank you very much to Randall Meyer for joining us to uh, chime in uh, uh, on all things psychic tonight. Uh, I think before we go, we want to shout out to a couple of different things. Uh, I will start here. Um, Dustin Knight of NoDirectionPodcast.com fame. <laughs> uh <laughs> Brought to my attention that uh, this Friday, July 1st, uh, 
the Paizo official Twitch channel is hosting streaming for Survivors Pride Edition. It's a live charity one-shot event that um, helps uh, support um, uh, WAVAW uh, Rave Crisis Center, um, which is you know helping uh, a lot of people out or with. Uh, Yes, thank you, Dustin, for putting it in the link there. Uh, helping out in uh, crisis situations, a, a lot of uh, support being potentially raised with uh, this uh, stream. So check that out for a fun game and also a chance to you know help out a lot of people. Very cool, very cool. Uh, one of the shout outs I wanted to give a couple, one's really brief and I'll try to find a link for you in a moment, is for No Not Ones, as I said, did... Uh, he, he's a, a YouTuber. He is a really nice person. And he did a, a, a preview similar to our psychic preview, but apparently way more in depth because he has a way longer show uh, yes. over on YouTube talking about the Thermaturge. So if you are interested in the other class that this Dark Archive book has to offer, definitely go check out his channel and, uh, and support him because he's a pretty cool guy. Uh, the other shout out I wanted to give to you is uh, uh, fr friends of the show, friends of mine. Over at Roll for Combat, they have once again decided to say, you know what, something that no one's probably ever going to do, let's just do that. And they have ported the idea of Pokemon where you're looking for these little monsters and like befriending them and, you know, maybe they fight for you to protect you and stuff. Uh, and they have taken that concept and have brought it to life in something that they're calling Elamon. Uh, and they're just these little elemental spirits that you can befriend and they are pretty darn cool. So... I don't know. I'm excited about it. They're going to have sometime in July, they're going to have a Kickstarter about it. So you can take a look at that and we're going to try and get them on the show. I'm not sure what our schedule is going to be like for the next couple of episodes, but we are definitely going to see if we can, uh, can get them in there. So, uh, hopefully we'll be able to talk to Steven Glicker and Mark Seifter over at the battle zoo line and roll for mm -hmm. combat and see about Elamon. That should be great. The products they put out already is amazing. And yeah. this just, looks like it's going to another level they have every, they have a cards you can play it without pathfinder you can just play it as a card game yeah it's it's gonna be crazy yeah randall i know you have at least uh, one thing you want to shout out to but you can do three if you want i can do three i don't know three you can do things, as many but, as you want. <laughs> uh, are, are you talking about like this bot thing that i do yes i'm talking about the bot so, thing that you do <laughs> if you've never heard i do this discord bot it's called rpg sage you can learn more at rpgsage.io. Um, I have my own Discord, and it's in multiple servers. Uh, folks are actually starting to use it in Roll for Combat and Find the Path. So we're getting places. We're going places. It is a Discord bot for your play-by-post gaming, and it mixes a couple of other bot features, integrates a lot more, and has some fun Pathfinder 2nd Edition special features like, I don't know, searching Archives of Nethys right in Discord. That is so cool. Also, also creating, I don't know, do you need random weather? Here, have random weather. Lots of cool little uh, Pathfinder 2 features built right into the bot. Um, RPGsage.io. Uh, and definitely right. follow the Twitter for mm -hmm. RPG Sage. If, if you're like, well, it's so cool that it does 18,000 things, but I wish it did 18,001 things. Uh, that's where a good place to find out of an announcement about that 18,001th thing. That is, <laughs> and I forgot about that because I just started doing it. But yeah, our, at RPG Sage official, there's a link, someone, thank you. Mm -hmm. And uh, <laughs> follow along. It's it's fun. I'm, I'm doing short demos um, 
it was try difficult to find a place to do demos. Do I do them on my Discord? No directions, you know, elsewhere. Hey, there's this thing called Twitter everyone knows about. So um, yeah, I do some chit chat there. I, uh, you know, kind of post with some other folks trying to have fun. It's, it's a neat little Twitter account. Please follow along. Check it out. I am quite amused that you're featuring weather in there because I think this is how this whole thing started. Yes. Is years ago, I'm like, oh, I made a spreadsheet to do random weather rolls from Ultimate Wilderness. And Randall's like, oh, yeah, but I can do it better. I can just make it a website where you can only have to click once. And then you've never stopped like programming and creating fun stuff uh, for Pathfinder and RPG since then, which is great. I, I, I'm not complaining. It's just like, ah, I know, I know where this seed was planted. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and it's grown into me. such such a huge tool. If you're doing any sort of Pathfinder channel even on your Discord where people just mm -hmm. talk about it, like it's worth installing the bot just to do the, the lookups and the searches and things. I don't know. I'm I'm impressed. I'm always very impressed by it. Every time Randall's like, hey, Vanessa, t check out this new feature I did. I'm just like, how? How did you? That must have taken hours and hours, days of programming. Like, yeah, I threw it together in 30 minutes. Yeah, no, the, the, the map <laughs> feature only took me like an hour or two. Oh, jeez. So, yeah, you can actually, uh, I have a feature I'm about to release where you can have a map in your Discord channel and you can move your character token up and down in Discord. No need to go I've outside seen. of Discord for those folks that are <laughs> limited. And it's... I've seen it. It's pretty stupendous. It's fun. I, I love it. It's it's a fun little project. And a lot of people are enjoying it, which gives me motivation to do it. And it's it, it's great because it, it it's, a, it's a niche. Not a lot of people, you know, have the ability to try multiple apps. You can't really do Foundry on your phone. You mm -hmm. can't. So Discord is a wonderful little location. And it's... Mm -hmm. They gave me the tools and I'm just running with them. It's awesome. Thank cool. you for that. Sure, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us for episode 279 of No Direction. I'm Vanessa Hoskins. I'm Luis Loza. I'm Randall Meyer. And if you need to find the path, you need No Direction. <laughs>